Hi there. This is Deb Shell. Uh, welcome to the Find Calm Here podcast. I'm your host. And I want to tell you a little bit about myself before we get into our interviews for today. Um, Find Calm Here started because three years ago, I was sitting in a bathroom stall sobbing. I, I couldn't see myself working at a corporate job forever, and I wanted to leave, but I was stuck in $46,000 of debt. I was anxiety-ridden and overwhelmed, and I spent hours looking for ways to find calm. Over the past few years, I've created a method that helps me walk away from corporate life and create a daily wellness practice. Now I've share, I'm sharing what I've learned, and I connect you with experts who have developed practices for their ideal lifestyle in a, our global community during interactive workshops, through courses, and inside our private community. No matter where you are in your ideal lifestyle journey, the CALM method will help you practice and discover it is possible to find CALM in building a business, designing a wellness practice, and or achieving financial freedom. Um, I invite you to join us in the Find Calm Here community. It is free, and I'll share a link with you in the podcast notes. You can connect and share with us, and you have access to over 30 hours of content of our workshops, our past workshops from this year, as well as resources to support you and our exclusive member gatherings. After implementing the Calm Method in my life, I'm debt-free, location-independent, and practice a daily morning routine that brings me calm. Had I not ventured to find calm, I might still be sitting in the bathroom stall wondering why I'm so miserable. I hope that you'll join us for our upcoming virtual event. Until then, please enjoy our partner preview of the next event coming up during this podcast. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Ross here, and then I'm going to bring him on. So thank you all for being here today. Um, if you have ever wondered about experiencing hiking and how it could possibly bring you calm, you want to join us this Wednesday. 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to talk on November 11th about finding calm with hiking. Um, it's an interactive event that which we invite you to uh, to ask questions to Ross, and he'll be chatting with us in a little bit here. Um, then we could journal, do some prompting questions and journal, and maybe do some breakout rooms depending on the conversation. Um, you can share your stories of successful hikes, destinations you enjoy finding calm, and supporting others who are just starting out by offering your experiences. So a little bit about Ross, he's an assistant professor at the University of Colorado Boulder, and he helps professionals improve their visual communication skill set. He's also an avid hiker, and I met him a number of years ago through our mentorship program with the National Press Photographers Association when I was a full-time reporter and photojournalist many moons ago. Uh, over the years, I followed his career, taking him from Virginia to Colorado, while he also takes hiking to the next level. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take it from there, Ross. Uh, thanks for being here. I appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So um, I I was gonna read a little bit about your your hiking, but I want you to kind of just take us on a journey of like, how did you get into hiking? Because you've done some pretty extensive hikes, right? Uh, sure. Uh, like much like you, I you know I, this was more of a I guess a work in progress and. Not something I set out to to um I guess it wasn't a, a it wasn't a thought to do some of the hiking that I've ultimately ended up doing. Um I, you know, it started off just as little hikes here and there. I certainly um when I lived on the east coast, uh 
I'm originally from that area. I never um, hiked that much and, and was never really into it. But once I moved out to Colorado, that's where I really began to fall in love with it. And it started with a, you know, a small hike as many people do the intro hikes in Colorado, but it quickly evolved in the, in the idea that um, once you start to see some of the scenery and some, and, and experience some of the, the, the immense pleasure of, and pain of of doing these hikes, you begin to think like many things in life, well, what else is possible and what else is out there? And, you know, I'm by no means, I'm not like, um, I'll never describe myself as a, you know, a a top end athlete, uh, but I am an an average person who has engaged actively and avidly in the outdoors and have done um, hikes that I never even thought were possible. So if anything, it could be a, certainly a proxy for, for the average person and, and their the ability to engage with um, some robust hikes for sure. Yeah. I love that you're talking about, uh, you know, your journey as far as <clears throat> just starting to do some smaller hikes. Um, was there a moment that you can remember that it kind of sparked your your initiative to be like, you know what, maybe I want to go a little farther. Cause there's been some pretty high peaks that you, you really have enjoyed um, hitting the summit, I guess is what they would say. Right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I did a probably a mid 12,000 foot hike when I first got here. And, and to me at the time, it seemed um, epic would be a good way to describe it. Now that type of hike may not be as um seen through the same lens but you know when you're up there you think my my god what this is incredible and that that feeling and that experience was so um intoxicating to be frank and uh it was a completely different experience for me than the east coast and some of the hiking that i've done out there i don't want, I want to be careful i mean there's amazing hiking out east but it was different for me out here <laughs> And on that hike, I, you know, you just keep thinking, well, what else is out there? And then I did a 13,000 foot mountain. They're called 13ers. And once I did that, you think, well, man, what, what else is here? And 14ers are the common turn. The, the mountains, I think there are 50 something 14ers in Colorado. And so it just starts to beg the question of, uh, can we, can we do others and others that are in that 14 range? And, and then I did my first 14er, the, not long after I had gotten here um, in November and at that point was pretty much hooked. It was a pretty cold day and I didn't even know you could do hiking like that. Cause I had, I didn't have a lot of friends that ever did this type of hiking um, before coming here. And that first hike, you know, really kind of cool conditions, cold conditions. And you do the 14 or you think, Oh, this is pretty amazing. And then, after that, it just becomes easier to do because you begin to see what's possible. It was pretty exciting. That's awesome. That sounds amazing. Um, I love that you were talking about just as, you know, I've been <laughs> to some of these hikes. How many, so you said there's how many 14ers in Colorado? I can look that up while we're talking because I don't want to mistake it, but I think <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> it's you could guesstimate. <laughs> I think it's in the, I think there's 50 something in, in wow. Colorado. How many have you done? Uh, there's 58, I think, in Colorado. I've done eight, so not a not a whole lot. Um, yeah, but I eight. I've done a, quite a number of thirteeners. Yeah, you were telling me when I was out in Colorado, you had recommended one um, that I had t- taken, and that was kind of my first really, um, um, you know, first experience at like a thirteener, and I was just. Yeah. 
But I think that what you're talking about, like I've hiked a lot in Pennsylvania because um, I'm on the East Coast and I love like the Appalachian Trail and there's just some amazing mountain ranges uh, in Pennsylvania. But the game changer I feel like out in the West is obviously that distant, the difference in altitude. Sure. I think that's what makes it really, I mean, there's, there's places that you can hike here in Pennsylvania that are like rock after rock, like you're, you're like almost rock climbing. But I, I think that's just a different challenge with the altitude. I don't know. Maybe that's something that you relate to as well. Oh, sure. It's, it's a lot thinner here. And, um, the first few 14ers I did two or three 14ers I've you know experienced some low level experience of altitude sickness um just you know becoming more acquainted with that and how do you prepare your your body for these hikes and um yeah it was it was an adjustment especially coming from the humid east coast sure yeah for as um it's a good segue into what I was gonna ask you next about so we talked in this um in, in our community here to find calm. So I was wondering how would you describe hiking as, as something that brings you calm or how you seek, um, you find calm through hiking? Like how, what is that experience like for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, you know, I'm glad that you're just uh, promoting this community because it's something that is universal and, and timeless. Everybody, um, I think benefits from seeking calm experiences in a variety of fashions. So, so for me, it, it, it's, um, it's an, a little different, although I'm sure other people would describe it the same uh, calm for me. It, it's helpful if I'm doing a physical activity that is, is demanding uh, because it, 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 it forces me to be more present in that moment. So I don't, you know, what I mean by that is I wouldn't be as interested, but to, at least for personally and everybody's different of course but for me i wouldn't be as interested in a easy hike or you know something that's not as challenging that that's not to just i'm not trying to devalue those hikes but by having something that is more challenging physically uh and demanding and and, and forces you to be really present i i learned by accident that i'm more calm because it is in those experiences that I'm, I'm less worried about my job, I'm less worried about other aspects of my life. In fact, I don't think about many other things when I'm doing some of the, the harder hikes, except for the hike itself. And that, you know, brings calm with it. I'm not a, um, an expert in this, but there is lots of, or I'm aware of research, I should say, that um, equates the idea of, uh, um, meditative experiences with with uh, expressions of being calm when that could be shooting a basketball hoop or or this focused intent even if it's done something very simple and hiking at its most simple is uh, one foot in front of the other and it just is good for me because it's a challenge and enforces my it drives my anxiety away which is helpful for me yeah um, I would say so. Yeah, there's a, I actually did a blog post for the Fine Condor community earlier in the week. And I talked about there is a study that showed um, that natural experiences reduce rumination <laughs> by more than 50% yeah, of people, sure. because most people uh, live in urban areas. So when yeah. you get into 
the nature you're talking about, you know, being present and when, especially when you're in the higher altitudes, um, there's not much else you can think about other than like catching your breath or like, um, pacing yourself. Right. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I feel like that's a great point is that, um, we talk a lot in the fine calm here community about awareness and working to be present in the moment, not being in the past or, or in the future, but being here right now and how that can really bring a sense of calm. Because if you're not worried about what happened yesterday or what's going to happen tomorrow right. and you're safe right in this moment, then you can actually experience this amazing calm feeling of, Oh, yeah. everything is great right now in this moment. It's yeah, okay. It's- Good that you're promoting this for sure. And I love, I love that. Um, and personally, I can relate a lot to hiking and how it brought me calm. And that's what I love about doing all these amazing. I think I agree with you too. I'm, I'm with the whole. I want a challenge when I go out on yeah. a hike. I want a challenge um, because it's something. Now, how long are your hikes? Like, is a uh, is a good hike like a couple hours to you? Or a good hike would be. You know, I mean, probably minimum six hours. Um, yeah, I would say six would probably be the entry point to a good hike. Uh, and then certainly longer eight, 10 hour hikes are not uncommon. I was going to say, are you day hiking mostly, or is this something where you're planning to stay, you know, camping, and, you know, packing? And yeah. Camping? So I don't do, I don't do ex- expeditions. I do day hikes, but that, that can involve, um, um, camping at trailheads the night before I have what's called a, a forerunner and, and it helps get it back into the deep into the Colorado wilderness. And so we can get deeper in to start. Uh, and so I do oftentimes uh, camp the night before nearby a trailhead and, or, or wherever we go. Uh, but then they're usually done in a day. Now there are certainly times where we do an overnight on the trail, um, But I'm, you know, the type of hiking that I do or hard, you know, what I consider, other may not consider it, but I consider it really hard day hiking. Mm -hmm. And that, because you're going from a certain elevation to a higher elevation, is that why you consider them harder? Or is it the difficulty of navigating the terrain? It's both. It's the, it's usually the elevation gain over, over mileage. So, you know, hard hike would be. 4,000 feet gain, 3,600 for me, it is. Now everybody's different. An easier hike would be 2,000 foot gain, but something like uh, over 3,000 feet and above and gain is, it's a a hardy hike. That's what I was going to ask you next is uh, tips for people who are just starting out with hiking. And that was a good um, hike that you had pointed me to uh, Mount Sanuku, I think it was. Sniktal, yeah. Did I totally say it wrong? That's okay. I don't, don't worry about it. You don't live out here. So, um, but that was a great hike, but it was not an extensive hike. However, it was a challenging for somebody who's not used to the, that big altitude shift, because I think it started at somewhere around 11 or 12. It starts. Yeah. That's why particularly that individual hike, I I recommend that because you start at such a high elevation. So the actual gain itself is not as much. It's not as much. Right. But it was still very noticeable. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Especially for someone who doesn't 
heading from the East Coast. Yeah, I definitely would. I would love to spend like two or five months, probably more like a year, doing all kinds of hikes out in Colorado. I was thinking about moving there because of just... I just fell in love, like you're saying, with these amazing um, outdoors, and it's so less populated. It's at, it's at least where the places I was going, and what I saw from like different places to hike, it didn't seem quite as populated too. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know about this past <laughs> six months, but like here in Pennsylvania, it's just everybody is kind of during the pandemic, everybody kind of is doing the outdoors thing now, <laughs> so it's like trailheads have been very packed in fact so much so that they told people not to hike on the Appalachian Trail because there's so many people hiking you can't even social distance and all that stuff yeah it was busy this summer (laughs) yeah for sure very cool yeah so tips for beginners start starting at at a lower elevation yeah I think it's just more in general for all things you know um Go go with somebody who has some prior experience to the activity that you want to do, and hiking is a good way to do that. Um, and then engage with it and see how you how how one feels. Uh, I, I think you know some people like lake hikes, some people like woodland hikes. I like what's called above tree line hikes, and so I think you, everybody has a different experience and. Um, that's what's beautiful about hiking is that you can do it at any age for the most part. And you can do it obviously when you're young and you can even do it when you're really older too. And you can actually be quite a good hiker even when you're older. Um, So my advice would be to test the water and get out there and and experience nature. I mean, you've talked a lot about being finding ways of calm there's obviously we, we all know that being in nature can really help promote that we want to do it safely and and you know healthy fashion but i think just getting out there and staircasing it don't start off doing fourteen thousand foot mountains but start <laughs> off in the, the level that you feel comfortable with and then um your your body and your mind will, will guide you it also matters the season too, right? Like, is there, sure. I mean, obviously the winter time in Colorado being right now is probably, unless you're an experienced hiker, you're not jumping out on the mountains, I guess right now so much. Um, not so much now, although I have done a number of winter hikes for sure. And it's actually one of my favorite time of year to to do it because there's oftentimes nobody out in, in winter. Oh yeah, very true. So if you're comfortable with the cold, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I, I'm I, not so much a fan of the. I like the chili. In fact, I liked that it was like warmer, but then you got up higher, and then it was colder. Um, and I'm glad I brought my jacket that day because it was like 95 degrees. Like when we got there, we're in Colorado, but then like as soon as we started driving up, and then when we got to where we started to hike, then of course it was colder. Yeah. Yeah, I I like cold weather, so it's actually much better for me than warm weather. And I also just like the fact that there's uh, oftentimes in winter hikes, there's virtually nobody out. And so for me, it's a an excellent way to do it. Now, you know, the only thing, if anybody wants to do winter hiking, you know, you can always, I'm happy to help them if, if they can always contact me. Um, you just want to make sure you you know what you're doing or you're with somebody who knows what they're doing because it can get um, bad quick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like definitely keep, keep safe and, um, 
definitely do some research before you decide sure. to, to head out yeah, <laughs> on I mean, a big hike or something like we, this. Especially. We hear all the time people making some you know, bad mistakes and it can be yeah. serious. So I don't want to deter you away from hiking though, because you can be at any level and it's an excellent way to find calm for sure. Yeah, for sure. And um, thank you so much. I think we'll kind of wrap it up there. I wanted to just um, highlight like maybe if you could uh, give us a little bit of a peek of what we're going to talk about as far as like resources or tips that you have. Is there anything that we could leave with them for the moment? Uh, Tips. I I think um, the number one tip, and it seems pretty apparent but it's to really know where, where you're hiking and to to know the routes and and then uh, I would always advise people especially if you're going back country to let people know <laughs> where you're going and when you're expected to be back because that's where that will help avoid um, in case one gets into trouble yeah yeah we just actually a fine comb here partner um Joe, he's in the, he's in Colorado as well. He was doing a hike and he had, he ended up falling. He's a pretty experienced hiker too, oh, but yeah. he had fallen down a cliff. I don't remember all the details, but he had some major injuries where he had to be airlifted. Oh, no. And thank Gosh. goodness that um, there were some hikers that had found him and then they you know, ran and they had to do quite a bit of hiking to get to notify people to bring an air, you know, to have him airlifted out. And he was in rehab for quite a while. He had some really serious brain injuries and oh, gosh, I'm sorry he's now that. recovering. Yes, I know he's now recovering, but it's just, it's like even people not to scare everybody now, <laughs> but, sure. but taking precautions is super important. And yeah. so I and think that's that for every, all, that's for, for everything. Yeah. yeah for sure. But I think that there's a way to like, get some resources and knowledge and then head out and you can find calm. And then you, that brings a sense of calm as well. When you know, you're like, Oh, I know where I'm going. I've told people I've done the things that I need to do. Um, and now I'm going to have a great hike, you know, cause then you already know you've, you set yourself up for success basically. Yeah, for sure. So cool. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Um, uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to Wednesday. So everybody's listening um, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. This coming Wednesday uh, is uh, November 11th. Uh, We're going to be chatting during our virtual event, our live virtual event. You can get the um, Zoom link through our website. If you go to findcalmhere.com, it's on the main page. If you click over there uh, to Ross's event. There's a little tab there that you can click and then you can um, register for the events. And then if you have questions about hiking or if you want to share your favorite hiking experiences that brought you calm, um, we're going to be talking about all that and more. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Please feel free to um, sign up for our mailing list. We have uh, some really cool things coming up in 2021. I'm just, I'm starting to do some interviews with people and get some ideas of like what can really help support you in this community as far as finding calm. And I'm going to share more about my journey in the future, uh, more, a little bit more about me and what I've been doing to find calm in the last six months, because it has definitely been a challenge. Um, But with that said, thank you so much, Ross, again, for being here. Thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, you're a superstar. (laughs) And have a great rest of your day. We'll see you on Wednesday. And definitely go to findcalmhere.com for more information. Thank you.
Great, thank you.